Welcome back to another episode of the Break the Bank Podcast. This is your boy Lurk, as always, joined by my guys X and Dion. I feel like it's been forever since we recorded an episode. But you know, the NFL season's right around the corner. It's like three weeks away. So we're gonna hit y'all with some over-unders. What's good, fellas? How y'all doing? Chilling, you already? Chilling, bro. Y'all excited for this upcoming season? Football season? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. I feel like this, this football season snuck up, like, in a way, NFL season hasn't really snuck up on anybody in a long time. What, like, there wasn't enough storylines and drama outside of Deshaun Watson going on for you? Oh no, there's just always like there's always this build up and this feeling of like oh, I can't wait for football to start. And this offseason it feels like it was just like I don't know. Like it just it just started one day. Like hard knocks was just on TV one day. <laughs> probably probably all the you know, all the NBA news, all the KD shit. You know what I'm saying? Like we had yeah. NBA rooms to kind of feed the beast to where, you know, we wasn't being forced to watch baseball. You know, just to get by. It was the first real <laughs> NBA offseason. Yeah, like, look, I love my Yankees, bro, but I'm not, I don't want to watch 162 games of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I mean, it was the first NBA offseason really in like two or three years. So that probably, you're probably right about that. So let's let's get into to football. We're gonna go off of pointsbet.com's um odds for the for the regular season wins. Let's start with the AFC East. The Buffalo Bills, they went eleven and six last year, lost in the AFC championship to the Kansas City Chiefs. Dion, you got them going over or under eleven and a half wins. Um I got them going. I got them going over. But uh, the one thing I will like point out about the uh, over unders is I think there's no team that's supposed to go over or eleven and a half is the highest number. And then there's like half the league is at like ten and a half. So, so the uh, the over unders this year are a bit odd to me. But I definitely got the Bills going over. I think they go like twelve and seven. Well, twelve and five. Yeah, my bad. Twelve and five. So I got them going under, but just slightly. I got them at 11 and six. You know what I'm saying? Um, I still think they're going to win the, the division pretty easily. But I think, you know, maybe Miami catches them slipping a the game or they lose a the game that they was, you know, they were supposed to win. So um, I don't, I'm not, I don't feel comfortable to, enough to bet them now winning 12. So I'll just say to go slightly and then go 11 and six. You don't think they're any better than they were last year, X? It's, it's not so much that they're not any better, but there was a lot of bad teams in the league last season. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of injuries, a lot of bad quarterbacks. So it's possible that, you know, I think to base the strength of schedule. And remember, they're going from, you know, one of the easiest schedules to one of the hardest. So that has to account for a difference in at least one loss. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's assuming that they're as good as they are last year. So they can be good, as good as last, as last year, or even better, and lose one more game. That I don't think that speaks to the quality of the team that they are. Yeah, they got to play the Chiefs, the Ravens, and the Rams all on the road. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. 
But I don't know. They in the AFC East. I don't have faith in the Patriots. I don't have. I don't think anybody has faith in the Jets. Not even Jets fans. And then I mean Miami. It could go either way, right? It all depends on what what kind of tour shows up this year. But I, I kind of side with Dion a little bit. I think they're gonna go over, but just slightly. I also just think like, like they they it could be a sixteen game season, and this is a team that I think would get to eleven or twelve. So when you factor in the other like additional game, uh, I think they kind of it it might not be. Like in the past, you say a team went 12 and four, right? And like everything kind of has to fall into place. That's like a pretty 12 and four. Like to go 12 and five, I know it's just one extra game. Like it doesn't have to be the prettiest. I do you do you guys believe in that pass rush yet? Cause I kind of don't. So, you know. Well, with, well, they added Vaughn. Um, yeah. Yeah. Is, yeah. He a, is he a 17 game player or, you know, a three, four game or playoff player? Because I feel like, yes, he was invaluable for the Rams in the playoffs. The regular season? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the prettiest in the regular season, but it's still an improvement off last year. I think you put James Cook in that offense, who was their second-round pick, the running back. They had probably the worst run game in in football last year. Um, Take away Josh Allen. So, uh, yeah, I think adding James Cook is probably, like, the biggest addition for that team. Speaking of Josh Allen, before we move on to the Patriots, uh, do y'all think that he has any type of fall off with Brian Dable not being there? Since I mean, I don't, I, I feel like he deserves credit. He is the one on the field. He's the one putting the actual work in. But Dable seems to get all the credit for his improvement. Do you see any type of drop off in his production? Nah, hell no. Nah, no way. I don't get me wrong. Dable. Legitimate stud. He, I mean, he's here now. You know what I'm saying? And I think the the best thing that they both did last year was just trust Josh Allen to make all the decisions. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a quarterback that he is, they trusted him. And so, you know, it's just an extension off that, but he got him to this point. And now Josh Allen is just a fucking monster. Yeah. And no disrespect to like Stefan Diggs or anyone else on that roster, but that was, that team was one player and it took a miracle 12 second drive from the chiefs, which by the way, like, some of the worst defensive play calls you ever see um, in order for them not to be in the AFC championship. Like I'm, I'm sure Dave is like a fine coach and, you know, he might even find success in, in New York, but uh, Josh Allen's a different beast. Ain't no coach is going to determine his fate. All right. Next up, we got the new England Patriots. They went 10 and seven last year. Right now points bet has them at over unders eight and a half. Minus 130 for the over. X, they start the season. They open up the season against the Dolphins on the road. Then they play the Steelers on the road. And then they got a home game against the Ravens. And then they're back on the road to face the Packers before what should be a, a win against the Lions. They 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 got a tough start to the schedule. The over under is eight and a half, but they're still in the AFC East. What you got? And who's this? Is this the Dolphins or the um, Patriots? The Patriots. Patriots. Man, I, I'm taking the under, man. I just... Who you got winning that matchup week one before you explain? Patriots, Patriots, Dolphins? Yeah. In Miami. I'm probably going to leave. See, the... I think the Patriots probably win that, but I just... 
And that's just more so I don't trust Tua, and I don't think that that Dolphin offense is going to be, you know, it's going to come together quite that quickly. Um, and I think that Belichick is good enough to kind of murk things um, up, murk things up for the Dolphins offensively. But long term, man, I just how how the Patriots generate points, man. Mac Jones is a pocket passer. He's not scrambling. So that means that, you know, he doesn't present any threat with his legs. And who's he throwing to a bunch of number three quality wide receivers on the edge with a bunch of average to slight, maybe slightly above average running backs, an offensive line that's questionable. They're always putting that te- that thing together with duct tape. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know, man. I think Belichick got too cute. When you look at the money, they got desperate, right? You see that they spend in free agency more than they've ever spent the last two seasons. And look at what that money has translated to. How many difference makers did they go out and pay for? So that lets me know that Belichick knows he can't just count on internal improvement um, to take a step forward. And the people that they signed to big money deals just aren't good, man. So give me the under all the way. What was the time? I'm with you. I, I'm with you. I got the under eight and a half, too. What about you, Dion? No, I got the over. There's going to be two teams from this division that win nine. They just got to go nine and eight. Do you think that they're better than what? I'm going to assume safely that you think they're better than the Dolphins. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's go through their schedule real quick. All right. They got the Dolphins, the Steelers, the Ravens, the Packers, the Lions, the Browns. Hey, keep in mind Bears. that Browns game is without Deshaun. I got him at well, four and two so He's going to appeal, isn't he? Well, there's he's not no playing. judgment, right? No, so he's, he's not going to be allowed to play until the No, I mean, you can't, you, you can't, like, assume one way or the other. At the moment, he suspended six games. So, like, at the moment. Oh, yeah, he, that's right. At the moment, he wouldn't play in that game. So, they're four. In my book, they're four and two so far. And four. then they play Chicago, New York, six and two. Indianapolis, six and three. Then you got the Jets, Minnesota, Buffalo, Arizona. Raiders, Cincinnati, Miami, Buffalo. They just gotta get three. They they could lose. They I could easily see them losing nine games. Nah. Not not when they get to play the Dolphins and the Jets twice. Well, you, you got the Bills, the Bengals, They're gonna steal one the from Raiders, the Bills too. In my the opinion. Bills, the Bengals, the Raiders, the Cardinals, the Vikings, the Colts, the Packers. The Ravens, and they probably end up losing one to the Dolphins. How many is that? That's like eight or nine, right there, right? I mean, I think it'll be close. I I think that there, if it's eight and a half, they'll either win eight or win nine. But I don't see them going, ex, you know, extremely under or extremely over. It's gonna come down to you know to one game. So I would stay away. I wouldn't say it's a lot for me. I just tend to lean under because I don't trust the offense. I don't know, man. I mean, it is Bill Belichick, so there's a chance that, you know, they, they're going to steal a few games from some teams. I just don't really have much faith in them. Interestingly enough, Miami Dolphins went 9-8 and eight last year, and they have the same exact over-under as the New England Patriots at 8.5, but Miami is minus 135 for the over, and New England is minus 130, so not much of a difference there. Dion. I'm pretty sure you're going to say under on this one. You said it's eight and a half, right? Or nine and a yeah. half? Yeah. Yeah, I got that. Under. Eight and a half. Yeah, I got that under either way. Oh. I figured I'm, that because you said two teams going to win nine games and you already picked those two teams. Yeah, I, I think I think you're going to see 
Um, the Bills and the Bills are going to run away with this division, in my opinion. And I, I think uh, uh, the Patriots are going to be right behind them a little bit. I've got them over. So essentially, me and Deion just got the Dolphins and the Patriots um, um, switch. So, but I got them winning nine games. So it's not like I have all the confidence in the world about it. Again, I'd probably stay away, but I tend to, they'll win nine. I personally don't think that the Miami Dolphins go over. I don't think that this is the division that Deion says that they have the two game teams that win um, nine or more games. I mean, the Patriots possibly, but I don't think it happens. But then you got the New York Jets at over five and a half, minus 160. You to get under five and a half for plus 125 right now. Yeah, I mean, I got the Jets under. For sure. You could have said any number, to be honest. <laughs> they won four games last year. They went four and 13. Uh, Makai Beckton is most... I think Makai Beckton's out for the season again, right? Who's supposed to be? Uh, the yeah, Beckton's out, but they, they signed Dwayne Brown. He's washed, though. Hit Pro Bowl last year. Was he? But yeah. then they're going to have to fucking leave the Pro Bowler, so... No, I know. But <laughs> I don't think... I guess, like, I don't think Beckton is like. Like he had a he had a couple good games stretched there. I tell you what, though, I do like. If Zach Wilson's good, I'm taking the over, and it's just because I kind of like their skill position players, and I think yeah, they, they added some weapons. I like Elijah Moore. I like the kid they drafted this year in the draft, um, Garrett Wilson. Their running backs are decent enough. Michael Carter's decent enough. The other running backs decent enough. Um, if the O-line can hold it together and Zach Wilson isn't a complete bum, eh, I can see it. So I'll what's the what's the number for the over under? Five and a half. Oh, give give me the over. And I'll say, yeah, I they can win six. So give me the over for the Jets. I'm taking the under. I think they go five and twelve. Oh, wait. Zach Wilson's knee, right? Yeah, he heard him, so. Oh, fuck that. Give me the under. My bad. I forgot about that. That could linger. Give me the under. Yeah, I mean, and, and I don't know how much you guys watched the Jets from last year, but from what I saw, I Zach Wilson Zach Wilson sucks in the pocket, but he's a pretty good passer when he's throwing on the run. And if that knee is causing him any issues during the season, they're going to be in for another long-ass disastrous season. Next up, let's move on to the AFC North. Cincinnati Hold on, real Bengals. Quick. Hold on, real yes, quick. sir. If you have to pick a bet from that division, one lock, what, which one do you feel the most confident about? The Patriots. Mm. The Patriots over. Yeah, the Patriots over. I feel the most confident. I, I the say Patriots the under. over. Nah, 12 wins is a lot still, regardless of how good they are. I probably feel most confident about the Jets going under. Okay. Well, yeah, I what mean, was that? That number was, you said five and a half? Yeah. Ah, yeah, so I guess I probably, I probably feel the most Because I do, like, like, I don't believe in the Dolphins to get to nine wins or anything like that, but the Dolphins probably ain't losing to the fucking Jets. <laughs> I don't think the Patriots are losing to the Jets. I don't think that the Bills definitely aren't. So, like, the Jets went 0 6 in the division last year. It could happen yeah. again. 
they about to again. So, like, in, in my opinion, the Jets are already 0-6. There's no way they find another six wins somewhere. So and I think they play a pretty tough schedule, too. The so. Cincinnati Bengals are at nine and a half wins for the over-under. They just made it over last year at 10 and 7. Fresh off a Super Bowl run, even I mean they obviously they lost, but does this team have quote unquote championship hangover after making that unexpected run? Are they coming back down to earth or are they gonna hit the double digit wins again this year, Dion? Um, I just pulled up their schedule. I think they're gonna go under, bro. Like Again, I'm going to do this exercise assuming Deshaun Watson misses the first six games. Uh, I'm I'm kind of I'm on the side of he either plays or he misses the whole season. I don't know which one that's going to be, but I don't think it's going to be six. But since he is currently suspended for six games, I'll do it under the assumption he'll miss six. They play Cleveland both times after week six. Um, this division's fucking brutal, man. I, I think I like the under. They don't really catch a break. Like the worst teams they play are New Orleans, Atlanta, and the Jets. <laughs> they don't every week. Ah, Carolina too. But every week besides those those four weeks, they kind of play a good team. And New Orleans ain't that bad either. So, who's the quarterback for New Orleans this year? Is it Winston? Yeah, it's Jameis. I like that defense a ton, though. What are we talking about? The Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals, and what's that over-under? Nine. Nine and a half. Oof. I think there's regression here, man. So give me the under. See, I think the team's better than last year. I, I'm going under because of the schedule. But I think they're – I don't want to say they're going to regress. I think they're going to regress based off the schedule. I think they outperformed their talent level last year. Um, I just, I don't think they're, I don't think they're a perennial, you know, like if, I don't know what odds I'd have to give you to say that they make it back to the AFC conference championship, but I, I don't think they're that level of team. Um, I, I think they'll benefit, but then again, they'll benefit from, a, I mean, they play the Ravens. I think the Ravens are better. You, were you about to call the weak division? I thought about nah, it. This is a, this is a tough <laughs> this is a tough division. But look, the Steelers even, even the Steelers with Mitchell Trubisky, even with Mitchell Trubisky being the quarterback of the Steelers, this is still a tough ass division. I feel you, X. Like the Steelers. You know what? I'm gonna stink. stand on it. I'm gonna stand on it. The fucking division stinks. The yeah, Browns, nah. the bro, the Browns stink. The fucking Steelers stink. I think the Bengals. You still gotta are... go. You gotta go up against that Steelers defense though, twice a year. You gotta go up against that Ravens defense twice a year. The Browns defense twice a year. I'm not worried about that. They, I think they the gotta play, but they gotta play Deshaun twice. You know, like bro, they don't Deshaun's get the... not, bro. Deshaun's gonna miss twelve games this season. If like, you, I... I mean, if you want again, like I'm not disagreeing, but like he's currently suspended six. So, like, if you want to do the exercise based off like hypotheticals, we can. But if we want to, let, let, let's go facts, based we... off. Of, let's go based off the fact that he 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 suspended for six. Right? Huh? This is how they close out the season. I'm gonna just tell you the last few games. They play against Patrick Mahomes, then Deshaun Watson, then Tom Brady, then the Patriots defense, then Josh Allen, and then the Ravens. Yeah, give it under, bro. 
Yeah, I like that. <laughs> nah, I, I like Thunder too. I don't think they regress. I just think they're playing in one of the nastiest divisions in football right now. Um, it. Yeah, I'm gonna I, be honest, I think bro. Like they, they finish with like nine, nine to ten, but I'm really nine because this schedule is brutal. The uh, the Steelers do stink, but I'm sorry if the easiest team in our division is coached by Mike Tomlin. Like <laughs> that's brutal. I don't care how bad that's... that roster is. And the Steelers. I don't want to say anything against that because it would come off as racist, but I'll just say. <laughs> yeah, so, so relax. Yeah. No, I like Tomlin. I like, I like Tomlin, but not, let's not get it twisted. Like, look, he's capable of losing to the worst team in the league and capable of coaching his team to beating the best team in the league. So it really, with him, is he can maximize talent. I just don't think that that's a very talented roster. And it's fucking Mitchell Trubisky, bro. Like, that guy stinks. And even the guy they drafted from Pitt, Kenny Pickett, Mr. Little Hands, he stinks. He fucking stinks too. So it's like, what are you doing with Pickett, right? What's his ceiling? If Kenny Pickett reaches the absolute apex of his potential, who is he? Kirk Cousins, Carson Wentz, somebody like that, and that's who you go after. I look, bro. I don't. I, I mean, don't he had it. ninety. He had nine. He was thirteen for fifteen with ninety-five yards and two touchdowns in his first preseason game. Yo, bro, don't don't ever quote preseason stats to me again. Bro. I, I, I'm just. I'm I just take that as a sign of disrespect, bro. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate a little bit. That's great. But, uh, but uh, with all that being said, X, the Steelers went nine and seven last year, and the over under seven and a half this year. What do you got? So even they can your go. Rant, your rant was the perfect segue. See, the thing is, they could go eight and nine which is where I think that they're a 500 team. So they can go eight and nine, and I would lose it better if I take the under. So I'm going to take the over just because they can finish on the 500, and I don't want to lose a bet with them going on the 500. So give me the over. I'm banking on them winning eight games. Yeah, so this is another team whose schedule is brutal. Um, they do luck out. They play Cleveland once before week six, so they get to go against Brissette, but – I mean, I see one, two, three. What did you say it was? Eight and a half, seven and a half? Seven and a half was seven and a half was uh, a lot. I'm going to take that. Yeah, seven and a half. I'm going to take that there. This, bro, the, the, the AFC North, not only amongst themselves, but like their, their schedule is just brutal, man. Yeah, this is nasty. I'm going through the whole schedule. There's not too many games that I like. With all due respect to Mike Tomlin and to their defense, this this schedule you know is disgusting behavior. Let and they got it. no like the one thing you could have the one the one way you could have got me is like okay, like we play we play Cleveland on a Thursday night, and then we get ten days before Buffalo. Okay, like maybe I think they could steal that. But nah, it's like we play Cleveland on a Thursday night and it's 10 days before the Jets. Like you're, you were going to beat the Jets if you had four days off. So like the areas of the schedule too are not not the greatest. So I, I definitely think this is an under. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to switch my pick just because if if they're not in the middle of the playoff race by like week seven, week eight, when's their bye week? Week nine. Um, week nine? So yeah, week if, nine. If they're not contending for 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 a playoff spot by week by their bye week in week nine, I could definitely see them making the switch to Kenny Pickett. 
um, to see what they have in him the second half of the year. And because I believe he stinks, definitely, you know, I think they're going to go through a bad stretch in the second half of the season. So switch me to the under. That's another thing. Like you, you, where you place certain aspects of the schedule helps determine like an over and under, right? They, they, they're by weeks, week nine, then they play New Orleans, Cincinnati. If those two games were flipped and you told me that Mike Tomlin gets 14 days to prepare for a division rival, then I'm probably taking them to beat Cincinnati and I might go over, but I, I think they can beat New Orleans again. Like they could have four days off. I think they could beat New Orleans. So I don't really think they need the extra time for that. So you're saying that they win the season opener against Cincinnati on the road? Um, no. <laughs> he has. He has. You, so you think the Saints a, he stink? Has Fourteen days. Yes. I, I don't days. think the Saints stink. Well, Cincinnati also has that much time, though. That's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I don't think the Saints stink, but like, I do think, um, I do think you can get to to New Orleans. They have a very, very good defense. Alave, Mike, Michael Thomas, and Kamara, and I like what Winston, like what Winston could provide theoretically. But is um, Thomas healthy? Yeah, I believe so. Um, but with when you look at their schedule, New Orleans is one of like the easier four to five games on the schedule. Like one of the ones like if you're gonna get to eight wins, you have to get no matter what. So that's kind of how I look at New Orleans. Okay. Let's try to bring the focus back to this division real quick. Yo, they don't even have the Browns on here for the over-under. Let me check Vegas Insider real quick. I I doubt that they're going to have a line because they don't know that Deshaun Watson's suspension. So, yeah, I don't see Vegas any Insider, taking that risk. Yeah, I'm going to just – yeah, that's why I'm going to just go over to Vegas Insider real quick because it makes sense that they don't have the Browns on there. But Vegas Insider has them at eight and a half. They won eight last year. They don't have Deshaun, theoretically, for the first six games, right? So they open the season against the Panthers on the road. Then they play the Jets, the Steelers, the Falcons, the Chargers, and the Patriots. That's their first six games God, of the season. What a cupcake. It's a cupcake who's, schedule. Who's that? Who's that quarterback? It's Brissette Jacoby right Brissette. Oh, I mean, God, I think even his bum ass could lead him to three and three in that stretch. What's the, what'd you say the total was? The total on Vegas inside is eight and a half. I think that's easy. I think they get three um, from Jacoby at least. They might even be able to steal uh, one against Pittsburgh, the Chargers, or Patriots. But I, I think they beat Carolina pretty easily. Baker stinks. Um, and that whole team hates Baker. <laughs> so, yeah. like, that helps too. Already? Uh, I'm talking oh, you talking about the Browns. Yeah, yeah you're talking the, about Browns the Browns hate Baker. Um, I think they smoke the Jets. They're going to smoke Atlanta. Um my only fear here is like they they have Baltimore and Cincinnati back to back to start uh, when Deshaun gets back, but then they get a bye week, um, and they go up against Miami. So uh, I, and Deshaun I, I, technically can't even practice while he's suspended, right? I have no idea. I would assume so. Yeah, that's going to be disgusting. That's, but he's going to have tough. a full camp. Not yet, but I'm just saying that's tough for him um, to come back midseason, and that's what he got to face. Yeah, two division rivals, too. Um, I, I do think it's an over, though. Like, they closed the season with New Orleans, Washington, Pittsburgh. They got Houston mixed in there, Miami mixed in there. If if Brissette can get them three, I think they get the nine pretty easily. 
I take I'm gonna take the under. Honestly, I'm surprised it's even lined up. I'm gonna take the under just because I know we're basing it off with Deshaun being suspended for six. But even then, man, Deshaun ain't played football in two years. And who's their number two wide receiver? I don't know, man. Uh, didn't, Cooper, they, didn't they? Yeah, they traded for Coop, right? I mean, Cooper's their number one, but who's their number two? People Jones or whatever his name is? I, I, I don't know. I don't know who their number two receiver is. Yeah, I guess it's People's Jones. Yeah, they're number three. And that's what I'm saying. And Cooper isn't necessarily the, the poster boy of health. So if Cooper's out, or has some sort of injury, Watson with no weapons, I, I'm not going to just assume that he's going to hit the ground running. So give me the under, and that's probably – well, we'll see. But, um, yeah, I, I really like the under for the Browns. Plus, it's just karma, man. Football karma. Fuck nasty, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that run game's insane. The offensive line's insane, too. A couple things he's never really had, so – I don't know. I agree. I like uh, the over. The I like the over. It all depends on how Jacoby Brissett um does the first six games and if Deshaun actually plays. Because we don't know how this is going to end up playing out. But if Deshaun plays after the first six, if Jacoby could get them at least to 500, I like the over. If not, it's probably most likely going to go under. Baltimore Ravens, they went eight and nine last year. The over-under is nine and a half. If Lamar Jackson missed the last few games of the season. They still went eight and nine. I like the over on this. I think they even have a chance to win this division. I, I like the schedule. The schedule is not too tough, like, outside of the division. They play the Giants, the Dolphins, the Jets, the Commanders, the Titans, the Panthers, the Jaguars. They don't play Washington. That's their preseason right. schedule. Oh, I'm, I'm taking all right. I'm taking the over. Give me the over, and that's my lock for the division. I just yeah. think that their head and shoulders better than everybody else. Um, so yeah, just give me the over. I think I think they're a really good regular season team, and I like the over. I think they win about 11, 12 games this year if Lamar stay healthy. If they don't lose a million people to season and the injuries. And Lamar Jackson can stay healthy. I think they are double digit win team. I like the over okay. two. They got a really easy schedule. They, I mean, the, again, and again, like where you play Cleveland matters a ton to me. And they get Cleveland for Deshaun's opener. I mean, there's no fucking way. Uh, and they're at home for that game too. Yeah, there's no way I would take Cleveland in that game. So like w- within this division, obviously there's there's a complete possibility he just doesn't play at all. But like. Um, you under the assumption he plays after week six, you want to play them either in those six games or as close to as possible. And they get him the four days off before Tampa. I'm not huge on, but I mean, it is what it is. And they have a bye week and then they come back with Caroline and Jacksonville. They're going to smoke those two teams. So, um, yeah, I, I think, I think this is pretty easy over. I'm, I'm with X. That's my lock too. I agree with y'all. Baltimore Ravens is my lock for the over for this division. The next division is the AFC South. You got the Tennessee Titans. I wanted to save the West for last because I feel like that's the best division and going to be the toughest division uh, in the conference. So you got the AFC South. Tennessee Titans went 12-5 and last year. Points bet has them at nine and a half wins. 
X, I know you love to hate Ryan Tannehill. So no, let's start with you. It's not even that I love to hate Ryan Tannehill. But I mean, I don't knock you. I don't knock you for your takes. I actually agree with most of them. I'm just calling that, a spade a spade. Tennessee was not an 11 and 5 team last season. I think they benefited from their schedule. Twelve and, um, I mean, twelve and five actually. Yeah, even twelve. Like honestly, look at the end of the year when you looked down and saw that the Titans were twelve and five, that slapped me in the face. I was like, the <laughs> fucking Titans won twelve. How? I watched them week week in and week out, and it looked like they were shooting themselves in the foot or doing some dickhead shit or costing themselves the games. But and they won a lot of games without Derrick Henry too. And I'm curious to see what their what their turnover what their turnover differential was because I feel like they probably benefited from some luck with, you know, in turnover differential. I think there's going to be regression. I I don't know how long Derrick Henry is going to continue to beat Derrick Henry. Like, running backs fall off a cliff quick. Who are their weapons on the outside? Traylon Burks looks like Samir. Granted, I'm not going to judge his career off of, you know, a preseason game, but he doesn't like he's ready to be the number one. So who's their number one receiver? Ah, the defense. Uh, give me the under. Uh, I got him going well, they, nine and eight. They also benefit from playing in a weak division. Hey, but the Tennessee tight outside of the AFC East, like this, I don't think there's as big of a gap between the best team and the second best team in a division. Besides, like the AFC South, like the you got the Colts is what the second best team. The, and then you I got think the you're sleeping. I think the Colts are the best team. Exactly. I think you're sleeping on the other three teams. I like Davis Mills. I like what the Texans are doing. I know that yeah, sounds nuts. Be, I, yeah, the Colts probably be a lot better with Matt Ryan there instead of Carson Wentz. Oh my God! Yeah. But you really like Davis Mills though, bro? I think he's gonna be all right. Like I, I know that they lost a bunch of games, but if watching those games now, granted, I had him on fantasy, so I was watching for that purpose. It got dark. Don't ask me. But <laughs> he was high, man. He was high. And they have perfect the one thing that they did in free agency, right? After the, the the before last year was they signed a bunch of NFL quality players. Nobody sexy, no huge names that like, oh, the Texans are making moves. Just a lot of professional football players, right? And so I think that raised their, you know, their their ground, their their floor a little bit to where. I'm not saying that they're going to win double-digit games, but I don't think they're going to finish four, you know, with four four or five wins. I think they might squeak out six, seven, maybe even eight wins. The Colts, they're getting Matt Ryan just to, even though Matt Ryan isn't an MVP-type candidate player, just the upside of having somebody that you can trust actually throw the fucking ball. We, we're going to go through each team. We're going to go through each team. The Colts are next. Right now, you got the under, you said, right? Under yeah. nine and a half for the Titans? Yeah. All right. We're going to get back to you with the Colts and everybody else in a minute. Dion, what you got over or under nine and a half for the Titans? I got I got way under. <laughs> I got way under. I think it was like a seven-win football team looking at the schedule. They got a brutal schedule, man. This division plays the AFC West, too. Like, that's not huge to me. Like, uh, then, you know, that's probably, like, probably – Probably the best division in football. Probably not. Yeah. I mean, them. I was going to say the NFC West, but I caught myself because Russell Wilson's on, on the Broncos now. But uh, um, they that's, a brutal divi- 
Huh. What's that? They, they play the Bills out of division. They play yeah. the Chiefs out of division. The Broncos out of division. The Panthers out of division. The Bengals out of division. The Eagles, who I think are going to win, you know, whatever. We'll get there. In I think the, Chargers, the Eagles will beat them, too, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's in Chargers. Y'all convinced me. Y'all already convinced me it's an under. Yeah. yeah. I think this one's way under, to be honest. And, you know, like, I, I think they're probably going to start one and four. I don't even think they beat Washington on the road uh, either, so. I want to say lock, but I don't know the other over-under numbers yet, so I'm going to hold off. But right now, they're leading the pack for the lock. Yeah, I think this team, you know, X was talking about this with the Steelers. I think this team goes one and four going into that bye week. And when you come back week seven, I think you're going to see Malik Willis as the starting quarterback. And, um, you know, I think he's very talented uh, and his future is bright, but uh, he ain't winning, though. What he was it? What was he it? The over-under was nine and a half. He ain't getting them 10. No. And look, <laughs> yeah. I drafted Malik Willis in all three of my dynasty leagues. I think he will be good, but that man is not ready to start an NFL game right now. And look, the Titans, remember, Tannehill is, I believe this is the last year of his contract. And I think Tannehill would have to ball out for them to want to commit long-term money to him. So because of that, I think that if things start looking down, like you said, Dion, we could we could see Willis. You know what I'm saying? And the NFL hey. set them up. Like this schedule – screams like slow start Malik Willis starts very soon right like I'm not I'm not saying the NFL did that on purpose but everything about the NFL did it on purpose (laughs) (laughs) everything screams like Tannehill ain't playing that long man like (laughs) they ain't do it on purpose but they did it on purpose yeah oh before we move on to the Colts X where do you see Ryan Tannehill playing quarterback next year Oh. If you even see him playing quarterback next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Personally, I think I think it's very possible that he starts a year for the Seattle Seahawks. I could see the Panthers. I could see the Panthers talking themselves into him. Giants. I could yes. Yeah. No, no, that ass, that ass. And honestly, I wouldn't. Nah, I think I think that if they move on from Jones and they're not ready to start whatever rookie quarterback they draft, then they just go with Tyrod Taylor. They sign him to a multi-year contract for a reason. Th- that would be the stupidest thing they could ever do. Tyrod Taylor's already proven, bro, he's not leaving you anyway. He's all right as a substitute, but come on. Uh, the Commanders, I could see the Commanders signing Tannehill. Um, no, they they uh they drafted well so they they got went to them they drafted Sam Howell I'm I'm not saying like Sam Howell's any good or anything like that but I just think like if it doesn't work with Wentz um but he makes it through the season then Howell probably starts next year like it would take Wentz stinking and then Howell stinking all in the same season I don't think you get both those yeah I mean Indeed. maybe maybe even the fucking Colts. You know, we don't know how Matt Ryan's going to look. And the Colts are ready to win now. So if they feel like Matt Ryan's just washed up, Tannehill is better than Jimmy G or anybody, any oh, yeah. other quarterback that would be on the market. So one, he'll have a job. He'll be a starter next year. That I can guarantee it. I just don't think it'll be Titans. What about this team? Okay. What about this team? The Miami Dolphins. Oof. Ooh, no, that he, could, he will go back? There's too much vitriol. Gase is not there. Gase isn't there no more. It's a whole different front office and coaching staff. But do you think he'd want to go back after all the shit he went through to start his career there? So no. he is absolutely perfect for a Mike McDaniel, Kyle, or any former Shanahan system because you want to push the ball down the field. Your quarterback needs to be able to move a little bit in the zone read scheme. Like the run game is always going to come first, no matter how talented the quarterback may be, right? 
he fits it perfectly. Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, push the ball down the field. Tannehill isn't a decision maker, but if the one read is 30, 40 yards down the field, like he's going to get it there. So like, I, I think it makes a ton of sense. And Tua kind of stinks. No, um, I'm not saying like, it doesn't make sense for the team. I'm saying if he'd be even willing to do it after his experience the first go around over there. I, I think if you're Ryan Tannehill and it doesn't work this year in the manner, um, like we're all in agreement, it doesn't work you're not going to have enough options on lucrative deals to where it's like, I can take like this massive chance. If a team like Miami where everything is there besides the quarterback comes calling and they're like, here's a one-year deal for you to prove it. uh, I don't see a better solution for him. Okay. I respect it. Let's move on to the Indianapolis Colts. They went nine and eight last year. Points bet has them at nine and a half. X, you would just stand boring for them, for them a little while ago. Take it away. Bro, I love their offense, man. I love their offensive line. Bro, they won games without wanting their quarterbacks to actually throw the ball. And when you look at their weapons, they got Michael Pittman. I love Pittman. You know what I'm saying? Who's the other dude that they got? is escaping my mind right now. But I love their receivers. I love their running back. Taylor might be the best running back in the league right now. Probably is. You know what I'm saying? And if you if they can just get competent quarterback play, I'm not talking about exceptional quarterback play. If Matt Ryan can be the 20th best quarterback in the NFL next season, that's a massive upgrade compared to what they got from Wentz last year. I think that team is built to win now. Um, so I'm going to go over. I think they win 10. I think they go 10 and 7. I, I like the over on this. My only pushback is that off the top of my head, I take a healthy CMC or a healthy Kamara or a healthy Derrick Henry over Taylor. But see, here's my thing, right? Everyone knew that Taylor was going to get the ball every time. Hey, you know what? You're right. Maybe he's not the best, but his offensive line is leaps and bounds better than anybody else's offensive line. So because of that, Bro, they know that no, yeah, the I ball respect ball. it. And he's I still gonna it. get you five, six yards with a stack box. And you know, now if Matt Ryan can run play action off that man, I just I don't know, man. I I, I, no, really yeah, like, I like the, the offense, I like the potential of this offense if that offensive line could stay healthy. I like the potential for this offense. Dion, I believe you you were in agreement with X earlier that the Colts are the best team in this division. Yeah. Um, so I think they go way over. I think this is close to like a 12-1 football team. Um, Matt Ryan doesn't have to do much. He's got a good amount of weapons. I believe Jonathan Taylor is the best running back in football. They got a good defense. Um, the schedule is fucking cake, bro. Like, I think they're, they, yeah, they're minus. My bad. I was just going to say that the the is minus 150 for the over nine and a half. So even points yeah. that knows that they're playing themselves with that. Yeah, I mean, their bye week's week 14. I think they could be at 10 by then. Like, this schedule is not that hard. And like I said, like it's, a, like, it's a placement of games thing for me. And I like where a lot of these games are placed, too. So, yeah, I mean, you start out with Houston and Jacksonville on the road, and you get to 2-0 before you have to go to Kansas City. Like, that's a game you don't necessarily, like, whatever happens, happens type shit. And then you get Tennessee, who I don't believe is very good after that so um and then you end the season 
Minnesota, Chargers, New York, Houston. <laughs> I don't think any of those teams are necessarily better than the Colts. So, yeah, Which I think this team is that the Jets or the Giants? Giants. Giants. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. I think that I think the Giants could win. All right. <laughs> you don't even know who's gonna be playing quarterback for the Giants by then. <laughs> yeah. You got yeah. you got a point there. Uh, Houston Texans X. You got to be Davis Mills' biggest fan outside of his family. They went 4-12 and last year. You say you don't see them winning no measly four or five games. They are over four and a half, so I guess it's safe to assume you're going to take the over. Yeah, I'm going to take the over. This team is so bad that the over and the under is both minus 110. Yeah, well, I mean, that just lets you know that the money's coming in on both sides. But, you know, a lot of people think that the Texans are, you know, worse than they are. And, look, I, I don't blame you for thinking that. But I like them, man. I like Damian Pierce, their rookie, you know, their rookie running back. He looks high. It does hurt that John Mechie, you know, shout out to him. I hope he, you know, gets well soon, recovers from the cancer diagnosis. I thought Mechie was going to be a big piece for them. But, I mean, they got Marlon Mack. They got Brandon Cooks. I mean, they have professional football players on that team, man. So, I just think, you know, I think they can win, you know, five, six games. Maybe even Interest, Interestingly enough, well, I can't – I was about to move on without even getting Dion's take. Dion, what do you got for the over under Houston? Four and a you half. Said four and a half. I think I got the over two. Um, this division kind of stinks, man. Like, you can't tell me Tennessee is, like, crazy better to the, better than Houston to where Houston can't get one. Um, same with Jacksonville. Indianapolis, again, placement of games on a schedule is so important. They play Indianapolis week 18. If the Colts are as good as X and I just said they were, then the Colts starters won't be playing that game, and Houston could just steal one real quick. They play Jacksonville week 17. Jacksonville will probably be tanking by then. Um, They play Tennessee twice after Tennessee's bye week, which I said I don't think Tannehill will be the quarterback following that because of Malik Willis. Like um, They play the Giants. The commanders. Uh, you skip the Bears. They play no, the yeah. Bears. They play the Bears. What week three? They play that's, the Bears week three. Yeah, that's in a Chicago. Dub. Like, that, yeah. That's a dub. Um, was, let's say they split against the Jaguars. So they let's say they beat the Bears. They split against the Jaguars. There's two wins right there. Then they just need to get three wins between the Dolphins, the Commanders, the Browns. You know what I'm saying? Like the Titans, they could still win. Well, we could the they play in the Browns though. They well, play the Browns week thirteen. Like that's the only thing about that one. That's not one you necessarily want to have to play the Browns in the moment, at least. Yeah. Um, but they play Jacksonville by week Raiders. Like, I know the Raiders got a whole new front office. They got a whole new coaching staff, Devontae Adams, blah, blah, blah. But, like, it's still the fucking Raiders. You got two they, weeks they, to prepare for the Raiders. Class, like, right? that's a good thing. And, look, the Colts, if they're as good as Deion and I believe they are, they could have nothing to play for. If they had the division crown already wrapped up and they're locked into their seed, they're definitely going to get want to give Matt Ryan and Taylor a week rest before the playoffs, so they could steal a victory in you know in week eighteen or whatever, just because yeah. the Colts already have everything locked up. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to be in a situation where the, the the they have four wins or three wins or have four wins and then they play the Colts who are, who are resting their starters because you know. Yeah. 
I actually think they could take both from Indianapolis because the first one is week one. And like the better the team, the slower you normally start, the worse the team, the quicker you normally start. So like if, if you told me they stole that week one game and wouldn't surprise me, I'm definitely not going to bet Texans money line, but I might take them with the points that game. Yeah, yeah, convinced me to take the over on this one. I'm not going to lie. I, I was going straight under until I listened to y'all um, explain everything just now. Final team in the division before we move on to the big boys of the AFC. Pause. We got the Jacksonville Jaguars. The over-under is six and a half wins. They went three and 14 last year, stealing a win to end the season. They went one and five in the division. I don't think they're much better after the draft and free agency. I, a lot depends on if Trevor Lawrence can take a big step forward this year, but I don't, I'm not going to lie. I like the under on this. I'm with you, Lark. I think that they'll probably make a step in the right direction, but Christian Kirk, man, he's your number one. I don't know. I just – I don't see it with them. Um, they're going to have a massive – you know, improvement in terms of coaching, but I just don't know if their roster is there yet. I think they're probably next year, they'll probably be ready to be a lot more competitive. I just don't think they're ready yet. So give me the under. Yeah, I like the under too. Um, you know, I've I've like always said this, like one one of my biggest like beefs with this uh like when people do this like format of discussion is like no one actually like looks at it as well, how can every team in a division get such and such amount of wins? Like, um, I mean, we were over on the Texans. X and I were over on the Colts, like, pretty easily. And, like, we took the under on the Titans, but that was more so because of the number, not because they're going to win, like, two games. So um, someone's got to fucking lose, and I think it's going to be Jacksonville. I agree. And, and I, I think, think it's the best for them. them. I, you, you know, know I, don't I don't think, think that, that, you know, know the, the best thing for them probably is to lose, you know what I'm saying, and get a cup, you know, another blue chip early in the draft, or at least if they could position, the best thing for Jacksonville would be to, to bottom out, you know, get the first and second pick in a draft, and then just sell it for a King's ransom to somebody that wants to move up for a quarterback and just replenish their roster with a bunch of draft capital. That's probably the best thing for their future. All right, so we got the AFC West now. Kansas City Chiefs went 12 and 5 last year. The over-under is 10 and a half. I still trust Patrick Mahomes. I think the Chiefs still have a, a really great chance to win the division. I don't think that they're a lock to be a, a win almost every week like they were in years past, especially without Tariq Hill. I think they're still gonna be a really good offense though. I love Travis Kelsey, clearly the best tight end in the NFL when healthy. Patrick Mahomes, clearly one of the best, if not the best, quarterback in the NFL. Ten and a half is a lot. I think I'm a I think I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go over though. Yeah, I'm going way over. Uh like way, way, way over. <clears throat> um I think getting rid of Tyreek Hill allowed them to clean up a lot around the edges. To me, I know it's going to sound biased. I think the biggest loss they have is going to be Charvarius Ward because they already had a thin defense, and then they lost probably their best corner. Um, but I also understood why they didn't pay him. He went to um, Buffalo, right? No, nah, the Niners signed him. Okay. 
Um, but what's up? No, no, I'm, I'm saying, saying shocker that you think the biggest loss was a player that went to your team. team. Well, I just think <laughs> he, he was like, if you watch the Chiefs play last year, they basically left him on an island and prayed everywhere else, like in the secondary, right? And like, I like the addition of Justin Reed. You know what I mean? The Jerry Sneed, he's not bad either. Like, but I do think like they cleaned up the edges inside the trenches. And I mean, this fucking receiving core is like, top to bottom stacked in my opinion especially when you add in Travis Kelsey the Jarek McKinnon edition I think will work Ronald Jones I think is going to work and I mean Edwards Hilaire stinks but that's all, not right, a bad all, right. all right let, let me stop, stop because, because they got Valdez Scantling right they got yeah they got Valdez Scantling, Scantling Nicole Hardman Sky Moore is a beast Juju Wait, you were shitting on McCole Hardman last year yeah but McCole like like McCole without Tyreek Hill where he gets to play the Tyreek Hill role. I like that. Like he yeah, he's, he's their, like fast fuck too. Yeah. Like he's their And they got Juju team. now, right? Yeah, they got Juju also. I, and Washington I love Sky Moore. I love Sky Moore. I love Sky Moore too. No. He's in no. Baltimore maybe? I don't know. Where did Sammy Watkins go? I forgot. All right. I, I think, think he's in Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah. But but, but here's the though so, I, I I disagree with you. I I don't, I don't like, like their receiving core. core. I, I think, think they, they got, got a bunch of number two slash threes. And, and here's the thing. I like Juju. He, he's good at making contested catches, but that's mostly because he doesn't create a ton of separation. I think we've seen him in training camp, but then again, he's matched up against those bum-ass corners in KC. A lot of what, a lot of the success that the Chiefs had was the fear that Tyree Kill put into opposing defenses. If you don't have somebody that can completely change the way the defense's game plan, I, I just don't think those wide receivers are that good, man. I just don't. You know what I'm saying? I don't. So I think the combination, I think the combination of McKinnon and um Kelsey is gonna open up the field for others, especially when you factor in McCole Hardman taking the top of the defense. But he's not, but that's the thing, he's not that kind of player, man. He's not. He's, he's more of the. He's more of an underneath gadget type. You know. So but is, so is he? Is he? Or was that because Tyreek Hill had that role of taking not, the top of but, the defense? See, that's where both y'all are wrong. That was Tyreek Hill's role. Like Tyreek Hill killed you underneath. Like you get Tyreek Hill in space, you can't catch him. And yeah, he beat you over the top from time to time. But it's such like a lazy narrative to like describe him as well, like a beat you over the top well, guy. Is that because? Because he forced he forced defenses to provide help over the top, and yeah, at that point, if you know that they're gonna that the safety is gonna be over the top, and that the cornerback is gonna be retreating as soon as the ball is snapped, then at that point, yeah, then you can send Tyreek Hill on like a quick center, throw him a bubble screen because you know that you know the defense is gonna be on their heels. So they were taking and and especially the way that the remember what Mahomes got criticized for. They were pretty defenses were saying, yo. You're, You're not, not going to be patient enough to take the underneath stuff all the time. You're, You're going to want to make those downfield, and you're going to play right into our hands. And that's the reason that they struggled a lot, because they played deep. They played too high safety looks, and they were just like, yo, think and dunk us to death. And yeah, on some of that shit, yeah, Tyreek was able to take slants take it to the house. But if the defenses don't feel threatened the way that they did with Tyreek Hill, and those cornerbacks ain't in playing 15 yards off the line of scrimmage the way they were with Hill, a lot of that underneath shit might not be there. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, if you're going to play that way with Sky Moore on the football field, I mean, 
I mean, look, I got over. What was it? Ten and a half? Yeah. 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 So, under would be 10 and 7. I'm going to take, take the over. I'm next, up, take... We got the, next up, we got the Las Vegas Raiders at eight and a half wins. I like the over on that one as well. They went 10 and 7 last year. This team is better on both sides of the football. I'm taking the over. I think this is the division where you have, like, three teams winning nine-plus games. I'm going to keep it real. I watched a lot of Oakland Raider football last year, and I don't know how they won a bunch of those games, man. I, they were able to somehow just stay in there despite some fuck-ups and just put it out late. And I think the Broncos being much better, that's going to cost. They could possibly lose both to the Broncos. Give me the under. Yeah, I got the under, too. I think this team starts out one and four. Um then they get a bye week and get a couple gimmies, but like that's a big number they got to get to. They close the season with Chargers, Rams, Patriots, Steelers, Niners, Chiefs. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, maybe they get one or two of that. Uh, so I don't think this football team is very good either. The Devontae Adams, like, yeah. Obviously, I, I think he's one of the best receivers in football, if not the best. I think the Chandler Jones acquisition on the opposite side of Max Crosby is going to be a problem. But can either of you name a corner, a safety, or a linebacker on this roster? No, and that and, and that's, that's the, and that's the result of the Devontae Adams trade. The, yes, yes Devontae Adams is probably top two, three wide receiver in the league. But when you consider the amount of money that that he's costing them, plus the draft capital that they gave up to acquire him. That's, that's a really thin roster. roster. You, you know, know what I'm saying? saying? And, and I just think that lack of depth at some key positions, I just, I just think that's going to cost them. So, yeah, yeah honestly, I want to lock this, but I want to see what the, what the, you know, what the Chargers line is. But, yeah, yeah I really love the under. The two corners are Rockison and Nate Hobbs. They both stink. Uh, they suck. Yeah. Yeah. They're starting Jayon Brown, Denzel Perryman, Divine Debo at linebacker. They both stink. Who are they Jonathan Abram and Trevon Morig are the safeties. They oh, both. Oh, God. They, fucking Abrams is a, a, a linebacker. He can't yeah. cover to save his fucking life. The oh, inside, yeah. I, I like Colton Miller at left tackle. Um, and uh, Alex Leatherwood at right tackle, like, isn't the worst. I wouldn't call him, like, the greatest either. But, like, I, you can live with reach. those two. You that can live with reach. reach. Um, and that's but the inside is Lester Cotton Sr., Andre James, John Simpson. John Simpson. How does Josh Adams get loose on that? Um, and then at, behind Devontae, as much as I like Hunter Renfro, um, he's a slot guy. He's going to have to play the two role. Keelan Cole is the wide receiver three. Yeah. And not very deep at receiver. Obviously, I love Darren Waller. And then most importantly, I just don't think Derek Carr is like that good. He's the worst quarterback in the division. Granted, the other three quarterbacks are damn good, but he's the worst quarterback in the division. Yeah, I think it's going to be close. Yeah, I, I'm locking the under. Fuck it. Yeah, I got the I got the over, and what's probably going to be my lock of the division, I'm taking Chargers under ten and a half wins. Oh, they got the Chargers at ten and a half. Yeah. What was the Raiders yeah. at? I just said under. I didn't eight really and a half. They were eight and a half. Okay. I still like I didn't really need to hear the number. What's the Broncos? We didn't get there yet. 
I'm just curious, like, what is it? The Broncos are ten and a half as well. Yeah, that was gonna be my point. Um, I had a feeling they were ten and a half, but I couldn't remember. Uh, X, I don't know if you watched uh, Trill do this same exercise like last week. Half the NFL is ten and a half. Like, I think Chargers is an easy under, but the Vegas has no fucking clue what to do. So they just like look at it and then they go boom, ten and a half, and just throw it out there, like. There is no way three teams in this division should be 10 and a half. Like, there's just no fucking way. So, uh, I also agree that that's an easy under. So, I, I would take, I'm gonna take the under on the, the Chargers, too. By the way, this division plays the NFC West. That's gonna be a fucking bloodbath. I love that. Those are the best two divisions in football. So, so here's what I'll say. Because of my opinion on the Broncos, I'm gonna take the over on the Chargers. I don't feel great about it, but. I'll, I'll say my analysis, but I know no, if you look, look everyone, everyone talks about in the NFL, the, the biggest advantage is having uh, a, a good quarterback on a rookie scale contract and building out that defense. Bro, you, they got Khalil Mack opposite of fucking Mr. Magga himself. Derwin James is back and he's healthy. Their cornerbacks are legit. Their all four linebackers are legit. Their interior, their defense is legit. Like, Bro, they're fucking stacked, man. Yeah, but yeah. they play too risky. They do dumb shit. Like, that, that coach don't believe in punting, even if he's on his fucking five-yard line. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to lie. I, I forgot they got Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson. Give me the over. Yeah, yeah bro. And that's what I'm saying. Like, and, and even, like, somebody like Cal Van Noy, stable playing linebacker. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's an upgrade compared to what they have, like, I, I mean, they got Asante Samuel Jr. I think he'll be better after a year in the league. Like, this, this Kenneth Murray in the middle of the defense. Like, bro, Rashawn Slater, who I'm so fucking mad my Giants didn't get, like, they're actually going to be able to protect, um, what's his name? Herbert. Yeah, Herbert. Like, oh, hot take, too. Hot take. He's the second best quarterback in this division. Over Russell? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, don't I agree. I don't think that's a hot take. I don't think Russell Wilson's in his prime anymore. He's still a damn good quarterback, but he's not prime Russell Westbrook. Oh, he's still top ten. I think this division has three top ten quarterbacks, and two that are closer to top five. Who did the Chargers draft in the first round? I think they. So y'all both got the Chargers going over ten and a half. Yeah, they they drafted uh, Zion Johnson, the the guy that's going to start at guard. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And he, I remember. That's, that's why I remember. He's he's a he's a beast. So yeah, man. I, I easy over for me. Well, I'm, I'm not gonna say easy over because, like you mentioned, they do have a tough schedule. But but I think I think they but go. Again, I think they go ten and seven at best. Maybe nine and nine and eight. But again, like you gotta love certain placements on the schedule, right? Like like what you want when you're when you're betting in overs, you want a quick start. They, they play the Raiders week one, they could get that one, and then they get the Chiefs on four days rest. Them Thursday games are like coin flips for everybody. Then you go Jacksonville, Houston, Cleveland, no Deshaun. And then you get eight days off before the Broncos. And then you get Seattle. Then you get a bye week and you get the Falcons Niners. Like the way the schedule's yeah. placed, like, yeah, there are some tough teams in there. But like, if you're going to have to travel to the Niners, you want it to come when you had a bye week relatively close to that and you're already on the road with Atlanta, you probably don't go back home in that situation. So it's a little bit easier of a trip. Um, 
and, and extend that. that. They, they after after the Niners game, yeah, yeah they, they got, got the Chiefs, Chiefs right, coin flip. After, after that, they got, got the Cardinals who stink, the Raiders who stink, the Dolphins who we agree stink, the Titans who we agree stink. I mean, they could go four and one in that stretch and really just fucking hit the over. You know what I'm saying? Now they do end the season kind of tough, but. They may only need to go one and two in their last three games to hit the over if they take advantage of that four or five week stretch. And that's not even including that early set that you mentioned where they play the Jaguars, the Texans, the Browns, the Seahawks, the Falcons, the Niners. Like the middle of that, of, you know, they could really go on a run in the middle of that. That's if they handle business the first seven weeks, you know, they should be, you know, I'll be generous and say five. Um, and then you get the Falcons after a bye week, that's six. Even if you lose the Niners in Kansas City games, you're still in a perfect position to get the 10 because you got Tennessee, Colts, Miami, Raiders. You end in Denver. Um, that week 17 game against the Rams, like, you know, that's another one where, like, I mean, like, obviously the starters will play, but, like, how seriously are the Rams going to be taking that game, right? Yeah, that's true. Sorry. Sorry. I think – the last team of this episode, we'll save the NFC for next week. The Denver Broncos, 7-10 and 10 last year. Over, under, as I said before, is 10.5. I like the under, but I think that they go slightly under. I think this is another 9-10 win team. Yeah, I, I'm going to take the under. Again, like, if you look at these over-unders, like, the whole next episode, we're going to be saying 10.5, like, Vegas kind of just threw this shit together because they Vegas really doesn't know much about this division. It has three 10 and a half win teams on it. I am not going to choose three teams to go over 10 wins, so I'm going to take the under. Similar thought process, but also I don't think I do think Russell Wilson is the best quarterback they've had there and fucking eons. I don't think he's the Russell Wilson that we're expecting just because he's not a threat to run the ball anymore. And low-key, he, he might, might have a worse skill position group around him than he had in Seattle. Now, I don't think that he's going to have a head coach handcuffing him, and I don't think the offensive line is as bad as what he had in Seattle. But in terms of running back slash receivers, I like I like the Seattle receivers better than what he has now. And I don't know, man. He, he just, when you force him to be a pocket passer, that's not Russell Wilson. He doesn't excel as a pocket passer. He excels when the play breaks down. He's able to get on the edge and make a play. But he may be too old to really be a threat in that way. So if you force him to be a pocket passer and to beat you with a bunch of, you know, playing zone coverage where you keep everything in front of you, I just don't know if Russell Wilson's good enough with his arm to beat you that way. So that combined with the fact that I don't, you know, just everything you just said, you know, all that in the middle, I'm going to take the under. I could easily see them winning eight or nine games, but even if they – Exceed my expectations and win 10. That's still an under, so I feel pretty good about it. Also, again, like I keep saying it, but placement of fucking games, like you should be able to go to Seattle and get an easy win, right? Pete Carroll has all offseason at home, Monday night football at Seattle to open the season. That's not nearly as easy of a game as it would be if it was week 12. You know what I mean? So, like, Little things like that is all you need is like one of those little slip ups before it's an easy under. I wonder what the line is on that game because I'm I think I'm, they win that game though, bro. Like, we're talking about Drew nah, Lock, bro. I think the I, Denver defense. I think they're gonna lose. <laughs> I think they go, bro. The like, I, I don't think, think Russell Wilson, Seattle. 
I don't think Russell Wilson left Seattle as cordially as it looked just because he's a nerd. Like, I think those fans are going to be loud as fuck. It's going to be one of the loudest games Seattle's ever had. Pete Carroll's going to be fired the fuck up to prove, like, like, fuck this dude, bro. Like, he kind of quit. He kind of quit on them, if you think about it, the last year or so. He quit on them. So I don't think that's nearly as easy of a game as it should be, you know, 10 weeks later. Didn't he come back? Early from a torn ligament in his thumb and his throwing hand? Allegedly. He, he, no, no, he, he did, did, but that, that was more so like, but, but that, that kind of hurt the team. team. You know what I'm saying? But you can't say he quit on them, though, when he's, when he's playing through injury. Dude, dude's playing through injuries, like, that That doesn't really do much for me. It's, like, the mental aspect of it. Like, how body were you? Like, and then what? He was one of the first quarterbacks traded this offseason. So the, the swiftness of it, like, leads me to believe, like, well, I, I mean, I don't think it, I agree. I agree that it wasn't as cordial as people made it seem because there were rumors he didn't want to be there last year. Yeah, there, there was there was remember the last year, half the offseason was rumors of um the Giants trading for Russell Wilson. So I agree with you in that aspect, but I find it hard to believe that a man that played through injury with a horrendous offensive line in front of him, like risking getting hurt again while already playing below his own standards because he has an injured finger in his throwing hand, quit on his team. Look, so here's what I'll say. Offensive line, Garrett Bowles, mid to trash. Dalton Reisner, Lloyd Cushenberry III, Quinn Miners, and Billy Turner. That is a bad offensive line. They, they lost Tim Patrick, who is actually better than people think. And then defensively, who's generating a pass? Yes, they have Bradley Chubb. Who else? Randy Gregory. Okay. If, if, you, if you're going to put your money, I'm going to bet against Randy Gregory. Um, a DJ Jones is a beast, man. Like, it's not a pass rush, but, like, it's very hard to run against DJ Jones. He's very good in that nose tackle. I'm not, I'm not saying I don't, I don't think, think the defense is ass. ass. I, just I just don't think, think if, you if you play fantasy, the Broncos have always been one of the more popular defenses the last two, three years um, for, um, for the ability to get generate sacks and get turnovers. turnovers. I don't think they're that kind of defense. Um, I think they're good. I just don't think they're great. Regardless, regardless of any of our individual perspectives on the team, as far as dissecting it, we were all in agreement, right? Like this is a clear under ten and a half win. Yeah. yeah. Okay. At least, At least the values, values on there. Because a lot of shit would have to go right, right for them to win 11 games in that fucking division. I mean, the value, in that, in that the value is the value's taking the over because the under is minus 165 and the over is plus 135. Yeah, yeah because, because fucking Vegas, Vegas is trying, trying to suck, suck at you into taking the over. You know what I'm saying? That's why I would wait. Like, there's no value in taking under right now. I, I just wait until closer to the season and see if that number gets better. Because minus 165 is, is just disgusting behavior. The value, the value is, is on betting either, either the Chiefs and the Chargers to win a division. And you can, and you can probably, probably make that money up there. there. You know what I'm you know saying? saying? Just and just fading them for the division. Odds. Odds. So you can, so make, you can some make some money there. there. But, but yeah, we got under. I got under. But my lock, the Raiders is my lock for that division. Yo, Loki. Chargers under is my lock. 
Bro, I've completely done a switch. The Chargers over is my lot. I like, I like it. it. I, respect I respect it. it. Look, look. I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if the Chargers won a division. And I, and think, I think that those two games head to head, it, it may, may, may be what decides the division. Honestly, I really, really love the fucking Chargers this year. Yeah. I, I, but I'm, I, you know, I, I don't think they win the division. The Chargers this year. Go ahead, Dion. Cause I got a question before we end the show. I was gonna say I don't think they win the division this year. I think the Chiefs do, um, but I think both those teams get the twelve or thirteen wins. If you're looking for another luck, I think Patrick Mahomes to win MVP is gonna be about as easy of money as you're gonna see in a long time. Okay, so with all the love they are giving the Chargers this year, is Justin Herbert top um, top five quarterback in the NFL when when the season is over? Top, top five. five. Yeah, that's so, top um, five. Is he top Mah- five? Mahomes, Mahomes, Mahomes Rodgers, Brady. That's, that's, that's top three. Allen. Allen, Allen top, top four. He ain't going to be better than Josh Allen. All right. So, so then, then, then there's arguments to be had for multiple people for five. Yeah, I, he's going to be in that combo for fifth. Um, you know. There's there's a ton of dudes that are gonna be in that combo though, man. Like, I don't I don't even think it's a ton of dudes. I think it pretty much boils down to do you, do you like, like him better than Lamar? Than Lamar? Uh, well, let me ask you a question. No, but it's not I, just I Lamar though. Like over it, Lamar, yeah. Because I do like what him more than Lamar. Burrow? Like, what about yeah. Joe Burrow? I was gonna say Burrow. Uh, I don't. I don't think Burrow's there yet. I love Burrow, but but I don't. I can't. Yeah. I hate to bring him up again, but if Nasty Man plays after week six, like. Yeah. Um, Stafford, you got to go. You got to put Stafford there there because, because, I mean, the motherfucker. I don't know if I'm ready to do that. Yeah, I still don't know if I'm ready to do that. The motherfucker is great in Detroit, bro, with nobody. He's definitely in the the convo, man. No doubt about you know it. I'm saying? I think he's in the conversation. Like I said, there's multiple people that there's an argument to be had for if they're in that top five, if they're number five, if they round out that top five right now and by like at the end of the season. This season is going to tell us a lot about a lot of these guys. I, yeah, I mean, we also could be conversations. Who would you, who would you trust? trust? Who's your, who's your top, top five if, if, if you were trying to win a Super Bowl, Bowl and if you had, had to start, start a team? team who would you take that five? He's guaranteed top five to, to, start, to start a team, a team around, around. But but this, this for one year to win a Super Bowl, Bowl like if they're like, all right, the playoffs is about to start, you get five, five quarterbacks. quarterbacks. I'm, not I'm not sure if I'm, if I'm ready to take him over guys like Stafford. Yeah. Yeah. Who are we but, talking but, about, Herbert? Herbert, yeah. yeah. He's like, he's I think Herbert is number two on my list for people I was, if I got to take quarterback to start a franchise, I'm taking Burrow one, Herbert two. No, no, bro. bro. You're starting Mahomes. Mahomes yeah. and Josh Allen are one, too. Mahomes, yeah, Josh I just Allen. poked out. Yeah, they still put, Yeah, I just bugged out. I just started thinking about the youth, and I forgot yeah, how yeah. young those two guys are for a second. Brady, Brady and Rodgers fall off. off but but the other, other, and, and that's the good thing about the league, that the, the rest of the top five, five, five six, seven quarterbacks are all young enough to choose for comfortable building around and moving forward. So, you know, you know that's, that's – and, and I think part of the – I think that's why I'm so excited for the season this year, right? Like, 
mostly most years like i'm excited just just to be able to gamble and do fantasy for football i'm legit legitimately excited to watch actual football this year because there's so many good started you know, you know what i'm saying, saying? And, and, and you know you know so with so much quarterback, quarterback movement like it's exciting, it's exciting you know what, you know what i'm saying so i think i think it's gonna be a great season yeah i'm tired of listening to your echoes so we could end it right there and next week we'll be back for the nfc over unders and hopefully whatever the fuck going on with x gets fixed